Welcome to the Teachers Podcast in association with Classroom Secrets, the podcast that's here to help teachers. Whether it's discussing the latest issues in education or sharing top tips for use in the classroom, if you work in education or want to know more about the sector, then this is the podcast for you. Now, please welcome your host, former teacher, life work balance advocate and successful business owner, Claire Riley. Today's guest is Alice Westbury. Alice was head of drama at a secondary school for 13 years before leaving to take care of her three daughters. Now, her plan was always to return to the classroom. However, after getting involved with some coaching workshops, she realised that this was something that she could really help school children with. So Alice now coaches adults and young people through her coaching company, which is called Clued Coaching. And she's here today to share how coaching tools can be used within the classroom. So I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Alice, welcome to the Teachers Podcast today. Hi, thank you ever so much for having me here, Claire. I'm really looking forward to talking to you. So it's going to be an exciting one because here we're going to talk about coaching, but also you have a background in drama at secondary, which I absolutely love because uh, a lot of the listeners will already know, but I used to be a secondary performing arts teacher um, and I actually trained at Liverpool because it was the only one way you could learn to teach drama and dance at the same time. And I thought that would really kind of widen <laughs> my options after doing a musical theatre degree. Um, so I can completely see how you've gone on this journey um, yeah. because I've gone on that journey myself because really drama is, sometimes I used to think it's like being a child just playing again and role playing um, and, and getting to coaching in that point. So yeah. I'm really excited about this conversation. So obviously regular listeners will already know how much of a fan I am of coaching anyway, but can you explain to our listeners why you feel coaching would be useful in the classroom? Yes. Well, Coaching is so, has so many transferable skills anyway, and obviously there are many teachers out there who are already using lots of coaching skills. Um, but I really believe that if we can bring coaching as a culture into our classrooms so that we're not just talking about coaching for staff, but we're talking about children coaching each other, having that coaching dialogue, then they are going to become more self-aware they're going to become more emotionally intelligent. They're going to be able to grow up and um, being able to sort of gain more perspective for themselves. Um, and I coach a lot of, of young people, more teenagers, really. Uh, and, and often it's very evident that they just aren't aware of, of, of how to sort of um, connect with their emotions um, so really this ability if we can bring coaching into the classroom if it can be part of everyday language and the everyday tools that we kind of come back to um, then it, it really is going to benefit our young people and I really do believe that coaching comes hand in hand with well-being we talk so much about well-being at the moment don't we um, and I think, you know, if if we are using the coaching tools, if young people are able to do that as well, then that will have a really positive effect on their well-being. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think to teach children at that age, one of the things that me and Ed talk about a lot, we've got um, a three-year-old and a five-year-old and they're going to be four and six soon. 
what can we give them that we know now that our parents didn't know? And what, and I sent it to Ed last night. I was like, right, I feel like the best present we could get them when they're 18 is like a coach. <laughs> and, you know, probably coaches before that, but that whole piece around self-awareness, I feel like I've got to be an adult and then I've got to learn to be self-aware. And I'm not saying that the journey stops, but to have that, already going into adulthood and to navigate being a teenager or being a child with with some of this knowledge I think is so powerful yes yeah absolutely I, I was listening to um, another podcast uh, with Dr Rongan Chatterjee speaking um, and part of that podcast he was actually saying we don't learn about how to be happy at school no one teaches mm. us about how to be happy well he certainly felt that anyway um, and he was also saying that too often um, our happiness is kind of mixed up with success so really we sort of if we can move away from that thinking if we can encourage our children to be aware of what is going to make them happy what what connects with them what's important to them and the kind of person that they want to be then you know that is going to support them throughout their lives yeah yeah I love this because I think it is really important I think that we could change a generation absolutely change a generation and okay so why do you feel that now is the time then for teachers to be using coaching tools in the classroom well, I think that we are still seeing and feeling the impact of the pandemic, absolutely. And I go into a lot of schools and coach, do one-to-one coaching with teenagers. And a lot of teachers are saying, now is the time, actually, that um, this mental health impact is, is apparent um, from, the, from the lockdowns. But also, I think, with younger children, just there, there is now, a, well-being is a buzzword, isn't it? It's something that we're encouraged to, to talk about. It's something that we're encouraged to think about. I'm also um, a governor of a primary school, and there is a lot of talk of well-being. Um, well-being days, for example, staff well-being, all of that sort of thing. But really, I think that could itself be a danger of therefore fizzling out with time Mm. and I think that really what we need to do now is to try and build this well-being continually into our curriculum from a young age Um, and just providing children with some coaching tools can can help to do that Um, so I really feel like now is the time where coaching in lessons I don't think we should be dumping more on teachers I was a teacher I know firsthand what it's like to have these new initiatives continuously being thrown at us. Um, But I just feel that actually there are some small things that we can do day to day that will help the children develop that coaching dialogue and that self-awareness. Yeah, and I think the more more you you do it, the more you have the ability to self-coach as well. Um, So I I have two coaches at the moment and because like one I um, see monthly, one I see weekly. <laughs> so like it's very like full on, I'm sure you can imagine, but I move very fast. And I also move faster because I'm very practiced at this now. And so I coach myself <laughs> in between Brilliant. in between that time as well. And I think you you just need more and more experience so that you can start asking yourself 
questions and being more brave and saying, do I need to do that? Or, yes. or could it be different? Absolutely, yes. Wouldn't it be brilliant if our children could coach themselves? If mm. rather than going straight to the teacher when they feel they need support, when they need some help with something, wouldn't it be great if they could just ask themselves first and feel confident in doing that? Um, and, you know, coaching is such an empowering tool anyway, because it's all about the answer being within us. We already mm. have the answers there. So if children can grow up believing that, uh, then I think that will actually help teachers anyway, because they might not have quite so many demanding questions and demanding children all of the time um so yeah I think I think it's a win situation for everybody yeah ah oh, I completely agree um there's no argument for me yeah. <laughs> so, so why are you passionate about teachers learning coaching tools and then passing them on to their pupils well I think there is so much that um that teachers can do you know such fantastic role models um as, as you said, I, I was a drama teacher for, I was head of drama for 11 years and I absolutely loved that job and it was such a difficult decision to leave. And, and you know, the main part of being a teacher for me was about being able to support and make a difference. Um, and I just think that, you know, what we can what we can do now is we can carry on with that. We can carry on bringing these tools into the classroom. Um, so, yeah, I, I think now is the time we can make a difference um, and there are some simple things that we can do each day really in our classroom practice yeah and I think you know we, we talk about teaching children but it's just as important for adults as well and yeah. you know I work with lots and lots of ex-teachers and and we're going through lots of um lots of different journeys and one of them is around coaching you know we've we've got three um colleagues training to be coaches and then there's going to be two more of us doing that because we appreciate how important it is but also how coaching helps you not only manage your life but also sometimes recover it's difficult to use that word but sometimes you do need a bit of recovery whether yeah. you're still in teaching or whether you've left the classroom you need to be able to find some recovery from the overwhelm yes. that that has gone on, whether that's one year, whether that's eleven years, yes. this it's kind of it, in some ways there's probably at least one event that's been quite traumatic. Yes, absolutely, yes, and you know we we can be resilient and we can learn to move on, um, and you know that bringing that coaching in there as, as a way of reflecting and developing a growth mindset. I mean, I think that is one of the main things that coaching can do for somebody. Um, and, and this reframing of, of our self-talk, um, if we can move forward knowing that we've done our best with something and that we can learn from that experience, we are able to grow, we are able to move forward. If we are stuck if we have those negative thoughts running through our minds continuously, then it's very difficult really to, to have any sort of positive impact. 
So I think that teachers can do that in the classroom through their own practice, obviously. And I know that I will be preaching here to the converted with with many of your listeners, Claire, because there will be some absolutely amazing teachers out there that are trying lots of different things as well. Um, But yes, certainly, you know, celebrating mistakes Teachers, you know, I've been and observed some great primary lessons where teachers have deliberately made mistakes and then, you know, made a point of that so that children know that that's okay. Um, But doing that and also, um, you know, celebrating those mistakes moving forward, what can you learn from this? What could have been different? What might it look like next time? So all those kind of questioning skills that teachers already have, using those in the classroom um, just to extend. And I think as well, reminding children that as humans, we all have our comfort and our stretch zone. So I think bringing that as a common term into the classroom, uh, we, we know that actually we like to be in our comfort zone. But we grow and we learn the most when we're in our stretch zone. So celebrating that. Oh, yeah, you're in your stretch zone with this, aren't you? I can see that. Um, But actually, this is a good place for you to be. It might not feel very comfortable, but you're going to grow here. You're going to learn. You can look back and see that you've moved on from this. Mm. So I think just some of those kind of basic coaching ideas can be brought in day to day. Yeah, oh, I love this. So you're in the classroom yeah. and um, you're thinking, okay, I want to implement some of these things. What, what actions could teachers yes. take? Well, I think that a really great idea, first of all, and it's something I wish I'd known when I was teaching. I wish I'd known more about the brain and how our brain works. So I think if you can start off and you don't need to be an amazing psychologist for this, but just start off by sharing with your class some basic information about how your brain processes thoughts and feelings. So we have a primitive brain, we have an emotional brain, we have a thinking brain. And you know what? The primitive brain or the reptilian brain, that's the first part of our brain and that likes to get in the way sometimes. Um, It likes to step in and take control. Um, But actually, and what happens then is that can lead us to overreacting in situations. It can lead us to panicking. Um, We need it. We certainly need that reptilian brain. uh, And it's what's protected us as cavemen in the past and, you know, being part of a tribe. So we need it. But sometimes it steps in the way. So if we can tell you know if we can tell our classes that actually just just be aware of that um is is your reptilian brain sort of taking over here can you ask more from your emotional brain can you look back to how you felt last time with this and maybe recall on some memories to help you with how you dealt with this before if it's happened before go to your thinking brain what do you know might help here what can you do in this sort of situation So I think, first of all, talking about the brain is really great to do with kids of all ages. And actually, I found when I'm coaching older kids, they're really interested in this and they Mm. just don't realise, oh, right, okay, yeah, I can see now how I reacted in that way and I didn't need to. So certainly that, first of all, reminding children that their brains are continually growing and changing 
So, you know, actually, isn't that great that we can change our brains? We can do things to support it and feeling more positive, encouraging it to be more positive, to react in a different way. Um, so that certainly about the brain, I think, is a really good place to start because from there you can encourage um children to have more of a growth mindset you can start to talk about what a growth mindset looks like that idea of stepping into your stretch zone um, and you know looking for the mistakes as opportunities to learn from so I think certainly those those things there also the power of questioning I've talked a little bit about that but actually I think what's really interesting about coaching where it's slightly different I think is that when we ask a question, we ask a question generally to find out more information, don't we? Um, so certainly as teachers, we'd probably be trying to figure out whether they understand what we're talking about some of the time. <clears throat> if there's anything else I as a teacher need to relay to them, have they got that information? But where coaching is, is a little bit different to that is that coaching can um, spur the person who's talking. It can delve into their thoughts even more. It can ask more of them. So rather than it being about my understanding, if I ask a question as a coach, it actually becomes more about the, the client's understanding and stretching that further. So wouldn't it be great if our children could sort of be taught to do this as well? So they're not just asking a question to understand more about themselves, they're asking a question that's going to bring the other person on more with their learning, going to extend their learning. And this can work really well with, with um, peer feedback or peer coaching that they might do in their lessons. Um, so a part of that is obviously going to be about listening. That's going to be a big part, which is obviously a big part of coaching. So teaching them some listening, really good listening skills. We often listen to respond when actually we should be aiming to listen to understand. So how can we encourage our children to do that? Well, I think certainly some listening exercises, perhaps where one child is going to do the talking and explaining about something, perhaps their level of understanding about something, and the other child is not going to ask any questions, they are just going to listen. And then at the end of that, they have a little think, and then they are allowed to ask one question to extend that person's thinking further. So this is the kind of thing that, that we as coaches do often, but I really do believe that actually in the classroom, it's going to support children in finding their solutions for themselves. It's going to create more empathy because they are actually listening to each other. They are actually understanding then on a deeper level. They're not just listening to respond and to add in what they think. Um, so the quality of that listening in classrooms can really support that coaching culture. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about as well is this idea of our inner critic. 
we all have an inner critic uh, or the voice of doom, as as we sometimes like to call yeah. it. Uh, the reason why we have this inner critic is because it stems back to our cavemen days. Uh, we needed to be part of a tribe to survive. And so we would constantly have been checking ourselves, making sure that we fitted in, making sure we, our behaviour was acceptable, uh, making sure that other people liked us and we could stay in the tribe. So that inner critic is is really useful to us. It's really helpful, but sometimes it can be the, our worst enemy, can't it? So if we can talk to our classes about our inner critics, and we can even share as teachers some of our, you know, our own inner critic sayings, if we can do that, but encourage them to become more of an, have more of an inner coach, So this ties everything in, really. So bringing back to actually, what is your inner critic telling you now? Is that reptilian brain stepping in too much here? Do you need to go to your thinking brain? What would your inner coach say now? What would your inner coach like to ask you about this now? What do you know could be different? What could you do next time to change this? How would you like to feel? So... All of that, um, with the idea of this inner coach, I think if we can encourage inner coaches as part of classroom dialogue, as part of classroom culture, then children, that will become familiar to them. They'll be able to go back to that. They'll be able to think about, you know, what what did I do last time here? And raising their own self-awareness, their own emotional intelligence. So, yes. There's a lot of things there. I know I've talked talked quite a lot there. So, um, but there, yeah, there's lots of ideas there um, for the simple things that you as teachers can do. And I'm sure many of you will already be doing some of these. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Thank you so much. I can't much value there. <laughs> and you know what, what came through for me more than anything, especially at the beginning when you were talking about the brain, is how much knowledge is power. Um, I mean, I've been learning about the brain as part of coaching for quite a while now, but even now I'm learning some more things um, around the ways I do things and am, and it's so helpful. It is so helpful. And sometimes it's like everything makes sense when you just have an understanding of why things happen or why you do things the way you do them. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, even for me now, I'm in my 40s, I've got three girls of my own, and I'm, and I'm really trying to put, put this information or pass this on to them. Because I just think even if we have some of it, it's so much more useful to yeah. understand that our brains can be changed, that we can encourage ourselves to be more positive and you know many children will come to school they'll start school in reception already having been influenced by perhaps some quite negative um in you know thoughts and feelings from other people some negative life experiences um i i coach quite a lot of young people from a looked after background and you know really just encouraging them to understand that that's that's the history but what's the future what does the future look like and working towards the future uh, that we are in control of many things in our lives and we can control the way we respond the way we react Mm. to things 
we can do that in a positive way and that is our choice and our choice only. So I think that can be very empowering for young people to understand that. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's so much, uh, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> well, that's so good because it. that is your job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alice, thank you so much. Where can we where can we find out more about you? Where can we connect with you and, and look at what you're doing? Yeah, well, uh, I actually have a website, which is Clued Up Coaching. So that's www.cluedupcoaching.co.uk. Uh, and that for that website, uh, we are really sort of focusing on secondary schools, but there's a lot of information there for primary schools as well. Um, I do wellbeing webinars, one-to-one um, -one coaching. I work with young people, teenagers, adults. Um, so there are lots of different ways that I can support you if you're interested in building a coaching culture more, if you're interested in taking this into the classroom or any other ways that I can support well-being within schools. So there's lots of, of ways that I can do that. I've also currently got a website which is just under construction but shouldn't be too long in being ready and that's www.alicewestburycoaching.co.uk and you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on linkedin.com slash in slash Alice Westbury. Okay. Yep. Just search search for your name really on LinkedIn as well. Yes. Nice, yeah. nice and easy. Yeah. Oh, but thank you so much. This has been really, really interesting. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been great to be here and, and talking and, and I hope that some of what I've said can be useful. And, you know, I just wanted to say as well that teachers do such an amazing job. Um, and, you know, I visit a lot of schools now and the impact from the pandemic has been so tricky. But do you know what? Teachers have helped young people get back on track and you can see that is happening now. So um, I just wanted to say well done and thank you to all, all the staff that are listening. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. The Teachers Podcast is in association with Classroom Secrets, a provider of high quality and affordable teaching resources that children love and teachers trust. To find out more, visit classroomsecrets.co.uk.